Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Maria Gear. So this morning I want to talk to you folks a little bit about one of my favorite fish to target. I've been chasing these things ever since I was little and every time I see one I kind of still get giddy. Uh, I'm talking about none other than the tarpon. Tarpon are just uh, an amazing fish. They're they're impressive. They're they're strong. Uh, they rip line like nobody's business at a, at a rate sometimes that you think that the, the line's actually melting on the reel. Uh, they jump uh, like just incredible. I mean, they, they leave you there just kind of gasping <laughs> for air. Uh, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing creature. And we're, we're lucky to have them here, you know, around pretty much the entire state. So I grew up fishing for these things uh, in southeast Florida, uh, around the, the canals and rivers and, and beaches and intercoastal systems we have down here. Mainly fished live bait. Um, my typical setup was uh, a seven to eight foot, uh, you know, conventional rod packed with a reel that held at least 300 yards of 25 to 30 pound uh, monofilament. This was my, my mullet outfit for the most part. Uh, I like fishing live mullet for them. Um, pretty much year round. It's a bait fish that we have here uh, at our disposal for the, for the most part throughout the year. So why not use it, you know, if that, that's what's available. I'm a firm believer in that. Whatever's around, you know, match the hatch mentality, so to speak. Uh, so typically fishing live mullet. Um, like I said, packing the reel with 30-pound monofilament, okay? I like monofilament just for that stretch and, and shock absorption. Uh, as far as the, the leader on the, the business end there, we're using a 4- to 6-foot piece of 60- to 80-pound monofilament or fluorocarbon leader. And then we're connecting uh, the leader to the main line with a barrel swivel, uh, small barrel swivel, uh, 60 or 75 pound, somewhere in there. That's more than adequate. I like using the swivels when you can because it eliminates some of the line twist that you can get in there when the fish on your bait is kind of just, you know, dangling behind the boat back there. And then for your connection to the bait, uh, as we're talking hook here, uh, I like using inline circle hooks uh, your hook size is going to vary depending on the size of your bait now i typically like to use a larger mullet when i'm targeting these fish something in the eight to nine inch minimum and then as big as 14 inches um, yeah don't don't be afraid to use a big bait these fish get over a couple hundred pounds so uh, use a use a big mullet uh, the hook size you're going to use anywhere between a 7.0 to a 10.0, depending on the manufacturer that you decide to go with. And the reason I say that each manufacturer kind of has its own sizing chart uh, for the size of the hook. So, you know, just kind of gauge it and adjust accordingly. As far as the, the hook wire size or gauge, I like a medium wire. I think that makes a big difference. Um, I don't like using too heavy of a wire 
because I think it actually affects the way that the bait swims in the water. So little nuances like that, um, I think, make a difference. Just something I've learned over the years. Uh, I connect the hook to the leader with just a little loop knot, you know, a little uh, little lure loop knot, you know, just nothing fancy. And that's my setup there for fishing a mullet. Um, if I'm just kind of bumping along a, a seawall or the edge of an inlet or the the mouth there, or even, you know, really fishing in front of a bridge at night, you know, where there's a shadow line, same scenario. I'm just pitching it out and then, you know, reeling it in with this type of setup. Now, if you wanted to fish a different style bait, certain times of year, you know, a crab or a big shrimp will we'll outfish a mullet, you know, because that's the bait that's around. Uh, like later in the, the winter time or early spring, uh, most of the time I'll be fishing the inlets there with a, you know, a, a live blue crab on a balloon, you know, with a little split shot about a foot up from where the hook is, uh, or a shrimp, either one, because that's, that's what's around. That's what the fish are going to be feeding on. Now, as far as lures, if you want to go down that route and have a little bit more of a sporty challenge, uh, again, just stick to the type of bait, you know, imitation that's around. Um, if you're fishing in the spring or winter time, throw a DOA shrimp or a voodoo shrimp. I've had pretty good success for, with both of those. Uh, at night, I'll be throwing something that's either pearl or glow. That's always a pretty good color just because of the silhouette that it creates um, going through the water column. And then I'll also, you know, certain times a year be throwing uh, something that looks like a mullet. Uh, our Mita Mita Mullet series, uh, our stick bait series, great lure. You know, fish in deep water where there's moving water. Uh, it's almost six inches in profiles so it's, it's got a, a good profile to it and then stick to natural colors you know when you're fishing a, a fish imitation I, I i can't tell you how how many times that's outfished you know another lure or another profile that just looks crazy <laughs> you know it's, it doesn't look natural so stick to natural colors black top silver bellies silver sides or amber you know or brown top cream bellies, something along the lines of that. Don't, don't go too crazy. Uh, and then as far as where to target these fish and what to look for, you know, the, the inlet mouths where the water's dumping out, you know, around the, the rock jetties, that, that's always a good spot to look for them. Anywhere where there's a break in the speed of the water is a great point to, to kind of focus in on, meaning it could be a dock line, um, just a little point where they can ambush, you know, the, the bait or forage that's kind of getting flushed out. Uh, great spot to keep in mind. Uh, look for good drop-offs in an inlet or a bay, any, uh, you know, area of, of water that you're fishing. Look for good contours and, you know, where you see that drop-off. Because more often than not, they're going to be sitting around that drop-off. Um, as far as what to look for certain times of year, this is going back to, you know, the, the bait selection. In the, in the fall time frame when the mullet are migrating, 
throw either a mullet or a mullet imitation. Uh, in the springtime, make sure you at least have some, some live shrimp or crab on board or some, some shrimp lure or imitation crab lures. Uh, that'll keep you connected you know, on a, on a regular basis. Um, one thing I also want to briefly touch on, they've, uh, FWC has got a great tagging program that they do, and they actually will send you the kit for free okay, uh, to tag these tarpon and, and study their migration patterns throughout the Caribbean and, and South America because uh, we actually get some of those fish here in Florida, which is pretty cool. Uh, all it is is just a little kit. It's got this little sponge-looking thing um, that when you get a fish boat side, you just scrape off a little bit of this uh, like slime on the, the lower jaw, and you pretty much just log where you caught it, the time of day, and send it back to them. And that gives them a, a good idea of where the fish, you know, when it gets recaptured, uh, came from. So keep that in mind. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it very much. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channels for um, just more updated content, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.